Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 440 for Friday, August 27th. Today on the show, Nashville SC is back on the pitch this weekend. What we expect to see in the Titans-Bears preseason finale. But we begin with, that's right, you guessed it, yet another Titans COVID update. We, of course, are brought to you by the Kingston Group. BuildKG.com is the website. They are Nashville's locally owned custom home and remodeling firm. They've been in business for over 10 years, and they're awesome. Go to the website, buildkg.com. Would I tell you to go someplace that sucked? Of course not. Go to the website, buildkg.com, and remember the name, the Kingston Group. So we've got a lot of stuff to try to cover today as it pertains to the Tennessee Titans, and I will try to break it into two categories, keeping the -the off-the-field stuff involving COVID and the players and the staff and the implications away from Thursday's practice and Saturday's preseason game against the Bears at Nissan Stadium. First, John Robinson began practice on Thursday telling us that the Titans are 97 to 98% vaccinated, which is great news, and continues to urge people to get the vaccine. Even Mike Vrabel later acknowledged on Thursday that he thinks his symptoms would have been worse if not for the vaccine. And then he proceeded to add a bunch of guys to the COVID-19 list, who, depending on their status, could be back anywhere from 2 to 10 days. Starting quarterback Ryan Tannehill is the biggest name to be added to the list. He is joined by tight end Jeff Swaim, linebacker Justin March-Lillard, and special teams coach Craig Ackerman. All told, reports are that nine total players and coaches are on the list currently as of Thursday afternoon, which obviously includes head coach Mike Vrabel who as of also Thursday afternoon had yet to have a negative test. Again, you need two negative tests 24 hours apart if you are vaccinated to get back into the facility and onto the practice field. This is all just day-to-day. The Titans are being extra cautious inside the facility, and we just get to wake up every morning and wait for more COVID news. Hooray. Now let's get to practice. Thursday was the single hottest day of Titans practice leading up to the season. Period. End of discussion. Taylor Lewan agrees with me. Julio Jones was in full pads. A.J. Brown looked good. Of course, Ryan Tannehill not out there, so watching Matt Barkley take first-team reps was interesting. But really, that was the whole vibe with the entire practice. You had a couple of coaches not there, including your head guy that's normally the most vocal on the practice field. You got a shell of an offense. You got a bunch of dudes on COVID. You got a bunch of guys on bikes sort of easing their way back in. It was a skeleton crew, both coaching and player-wise. It just was a very strange practice and incredibly hot. So uh, nothing really crazy of note taking place on on, uh, Thursday, except for the fact that Julio Jones was in full gear. So let's move on to what's going to take place Saturday against the Bears in preseason game number three. We'll see how the plan shakes out. We'll see who's available to play and who's available to coach. But real confident that those guys will be ready to go and continue what we've been trying to do on these last couple preseason games and continue to try to play the way that we feel like is uh, beneficial for us to win football games, running the football, stopping the run. You know, we have to be better on third down offensively, but we've been been pretty good there defensively. Uh, We've taken care of the football and we've turned it over. Those are real important things that we believe in. So, you know, who's ever out there with the challenge flag, hopefully they can get them to do that as well. Wait a second. Really, Mike? We'll see who's available to play and who's available to coach? That's all of the things. And in reality, it's not a huge deal at all and probably has very little impact on the win-loss record this fall, but it's just a hilarious thing to hear a head football coach say two days before a game. Well, we don't know who can play or who can coach. 
But it's true, and Vrabel wasn't giving any indication when pressed about who will actually be running the show on Saturday night against Chicago. He's not allowed to be in contact with the team or the staff during the game, according to the rules. Having said all of this, I expect Saturday against the Bears to look a lot like the first two games, regardless of who the acting head coach is. Matt Barkley is going to start and will alternate every two series with Logan Woodside at quarterback. Maybe a few offensive pieces get a taste, play a series or two, but I honestly doubt we see anyone of major importance on offense on Saturday. Vrabel did say that Barkley would start, but after that didn't offer any insight as to who else might be given some reps. On the other side of the ball, we will likely see some starters on defense for some small amount of time early in the game, just like the first two, especially with quarterback Justin Fields starting for Chicago. He does present the best test to date for this reworked Titans defense. So much like in the first two games, the things I want to see from Tennessee are mostly rotational and developmental. The offensive line, the pass catchers, the offensive backfield, and the defensive line are positional groups loaded with players fighting for roster spots. This defense lost Kyle Petko to IR on Thursday, and so the defensive line is very thin currently and will be important to watch on Saturday. We have a great sense of the starting lineup at both linebacker and in the secondary, so the name of the game there is once again about getting your young players as many highly competitive reps as possible. Caleb Farley, Elijah Molden, Monty Rice, Rashad Weaver, looking at you guys. It's also an excuse for everyone in Nashville to cut loose on a Saturday night, enjoy some football, drink and vax responsibly, and have a good time. And also, make sure to remember, going 3-0 in the preseason doesn't mean a single stinking thing. Nashville SC is back on the pitch, this time on the road as a nice appetizer to the Titans game at 2.30 p.m. on Saturday afternoon against Atlanta United. Coming out of the All-Star break, Nashville is sitting in fourth place in the Eastern Conference with 14 matches left to play. Just four of those will come at home, including just one of their next six matches. Arch-rival Atlanta is sitting one spot out of the playoffs in eighth currently, but is surging back into relevancy after four consecutive wins. This obviously is a huge test for what should be a very rested Nashville SC side. The previous two matches against Atlanta this year have been thoroughly entertaining 2-2 draws, and I would expect nothing less this weekend. The good news about the month ahead is that despite having to play five out of six on the road, only one of those five road opponents is currently sitting in playoff position, that being Montreal. So despite a winless road record currently, there are still plenty of chances coming up to steal three points away from the 615. And if the boys in gold can win just one or two of these matches over the next few weeks, it puts them in a great position to lock down a playoff spot and maybe a home playoff game. And it all starts this weekend against Atlanta at 2.30 on Saturday. Additionally, Walker Zimmerman is having himself quite a week. After starting and playing 45 minutes for the MLS side in the All-Star game on Wednesday evening that resulted in an MLS victory over Liga MX and penalty kicks, Zimmerman was called up to the U.S. men's national team on Thursday. The reigning MLS defenseman of the year will be a part of America's upcoming World Cup qualifying March this fall, including the September 5th match at Nissan Stadium against Canada, which, of course, will also feature fellow man in gold Alistair Johnston for the Canadian side. Both players will be available this weekend against Atlanta. Zimmerman will probably head off to the U.S. men's national side following the trip to Atlanta, so a victory and three points would make for one hell of a week for Mr. Zimmerman. 
The 440 is brought to you every single morning for free by the wonderful people at the Kingston Group. BuildKG.com, Nashville's locally owned, award-winning custom home and remodeling firm. When you have a major decision coming on your house, a major remodel, a renovation, an addition, a new wing. I don't know how many people have new wings, but whatever. If you need a new wing, the Kingston Group is your only choice. BuildKG.com. Go check out the website. Thank you guys all for listening. Please have a wonderful and safe weekend. Share the product, share the show. Enjoy all the great podcasts from the 440 Sports Network. We got Club and Country. We got Lamestream Sports, Fringe Element, Gold Standard, all kinds of great stuff for you guys out there across the Nashville sports landscape. So please share the product. We do really appreciate it. Growing it organically because of you is how this works. And we are super, super grateful for all your support uh, and all the rating and reviewing and subscribing that you guys have been doing. So we appreciate it. My name is Braden Gall. Kick your heels up. Have a cocktail. Enjoy the game. Enjoy the soccer match. Have a good weekend. Stay safe, everybody. My name is Braden Gall, and this has been the 440 for Friday, August 27th. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.